Welcome to the sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect. Happy New Year. I've had a few weeks off to kind of rest and recuperate, some rejuvenation. And really, I was working really hard behind the scenes. I had a little brand refresh. Um, So this is the first podcast of 2023, and I am so excited for it. So as you probably already know, this podcast is a place where each and every week I explore different aspects of womanhood with the help of my wonderful and inspirational guests who are all game changers in their own way. And I have one such game changer here with me today. She's a creative entrepreneur, a businesswoman, basically a bit of a badass, really. So welcome to the Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect, Am. Thank you so much, Rina, for having me on your amazing podcast. I'm really excited. Um, I have wanted to kind of link up with you for a while, so I'm I'm really happy to have you on. And so we're going to be talking today about um, the secrets of success of uh, successful women, basically. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, you yourself are quite successful. So just can you just tell me just a little bit about your work in the creative industry? Um, So, oh, God, yeah, so let's span back maybe about 18, 20 years. So my journey actually started um, in the creative industry, in art school, um, you know, um, having a manufacturing business, a fashion brand, and then kind of going into the media world, um, but also kind of still in that space of consulting um, on the fashion side. So yeah, I've been building brands and businesses. Um, I'm trained in human behavior and psychometrics and years later you know I mentor individuals um you know I I go into universities and I lecture um you know which is such an honor because what we go through in our life what experiences we have we we give back you know that's the next Mm -hmm. generation for me that that's quite an important thing um so yeah that that's kind of a little bit in a brief of what I do but obviously I I do a lot more um but yeah I mean you I've just had had a look been having a look at um some details about you really like your bio and so you've kind of been doing this since the age of 22 haven't you and that is actually quite young yeah I I started my first business when I was about 22 but probably off the record I was probably doing stuff from such a young such a young age and um yeah, I, I don't know. Like, you know, I would always get people coming up to me saying, hey, you know, I want to launch this brand or I want to do this. What do you think? And I just kind of have this vision of like, oh, you know, you should do X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I then just ended up falling into it um, when I was about 22 years old. Um, I went into working with designers when I graduated um, and I did that stint for about a year and realized actually this is not this is not the world I want to live in. Uh, it's very different when you're working on the design side and you're doing fashion okay. week and, and so on and I ended up going on into the manufacturing side and working with one of my my second mentors and he was amazing and from then I got into the manufacturing industry um, and then I launched a 360 consultancy business. So everything from kind of like the design concept to the sales to like, yeah, to, to everything. Um, and that, I guess, was probably one of the hardest businesses that I got into at such a young age. But the biggest and the best learning that I've ever had. Are you because from? It taught me a lot. <laughs> are you from a business family? 
Um, yeah, my dad started his business when he was uh, quite a young chap, um, you know, but he's in the car industry. So oh. I went into a completely different industry. Mm -hmm. So none of my family were in fashion or manufacturing or building brands. But I think from a young age, you know, um, helping my mom write invoices and statutory notes, mm -hmm. you know, where there's a, a bit I know about cars as well. So when boys ask me, oh, yeah, this has gone on my car, I'm like, yeah, but maybe blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I don't, I don't think that was my driver. My intention in life was never to, hey, I'm going to start my own business. I think when we're young, we don't know what we're going to do. I mean, in my head, I, I kind of had a bit of a plan. Yeah, I wanted to become, you know, do fashion. I wanted to have a brand. I wanted to have, a, you know, be a designer. I achieved all of that by 25, um, which I'm so grateful for. That's amazing. But I think sometimes you don't plan things in life. Sometimes our life is, is written for us already. And they're paths that we take. Um, and you know, some people may argue against that. And that, that's absolutely fine. You know, we all have our faith, we all have our beliefs, um, and, and so on. But I, I, you know, my belief is life is already written for us. Um, and we're only we come into this world. And we're given this life, we're given, you know, a well, we have a purpose here. And we don't know how long our we're gonna be here for. Um, I mean, I've kind of been thinking about this kind of thing, really, because like, you know, some people have given me advice like, oh, Rena, you need to kind of focus, focus, focus on these goals, be really single minded, because I have a lot of different things that I do. I mean, they're all related in the field of media and mm -hmm. creative field. But then, you know, you know, I'll be like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go write this and put this on. And they're like, you know what, you need to focus, focus on what you're doing and just be very single minded. But then so I'm like, but then sometimes things come up. And it's not like, oh, I'm unfocused, but, you know, I'm, this is what I'm thinking of now. Like sometimes things come up and it's like, no, 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 that's not my path. I'm going to be single minded and focus, focus, focus on this thing and, and get it right and say no to all these other kind of related opportunities. Or do we go with these related opportunities? Do we build these networks and see where life takes us? Or is that being distracted? What, what do you think? I mean, OK, I think that then comes into our branding and what is our truth and what are we about? What is, yes, we are so many things in this world. Like we are everything that, you know, we're not just one thing. We are a lot of things. Like you've probably looked at my background. Yes, I've got, you know, my background is in fashion. Yes, then I've had businesses. You know, I've been in manufacturing. You know, years later I've come into media and I've specialized in human behavior as well. So, you know, I am so many things. But it's actually, hang on, what is what is my path? What and you know, with you, Rena, it's like what if something fits and aligns with you, then I think go with it. Um, but then again, also it's not about it's about trusting your gut with it at the same time as well. Yeah, because and then again it comes into PR and branding because it's very much about, okay, is this going to going out to my audience? Is this actually my positioning? Are these my core messages that I actually stand for? And I think it's recognizing, okay, whatever this is, is this going out to the audience that I want to be sharing this to? And also, what are people's intentions? You know, you talk about success because this is what this, this podcast and this topic is about, but what is success? What is everyone's definition of success? Like, I don't use the word success because for me, I, I don't, 
care about the word success. For me, it's about health, happiness, and peace. Like, yeah. and then the rest of it will come. And success means something different to everybody in everyone's eyes. So some people may think of it as a financial thing. Some people may think of it as, oh my God, she's she's got her family, you know, she's she's living her life or she's doing her thing or other people are just happy traveling the world and that's successful to them. So it's just, it's different for everybody, right? Um, I, I will come back to that in a minute because I, I think that that is a really, really important point. Um, so Anne, what drives you? So I think what drove me when I was younger and what drives me now are two very different things. I think, you know, at a young age, you're, you're chasing the paper. You want to be successful. You want to be financially rich, financially free. I did that, you know, and then I had a burnout at the age of 28. And, you know, I then had a big kind of reevaluation and a wake up call. And, you know, it, you've just had the New Zealand president as well. She's, you know, yes. just taking a stand today because she's kind of, she's kind of done. The media are saying she's had a burnout, but actually she's kind of done what she's needed to do. But for me, I actually had a burnout and I just was like, you know, I, I don't want to do this anymore. <clears throat> and kind of re-look at life and you look at what is going to make me happy and what am I here for? And you have all of these kind of questions. And, you know, I questioned a lot of what what is my purpose? And I look back and I'm like, shit, I achieved a lot. I am so grateful to have achieved so much from such a young age. And you kind of look at that experience. And I think, you know, for me, I think that wake up call was when I was out in South India and I was volunteering out there for about three months and it was like wow I'm giving back to these kids and these kids don't even have those opportunities that we've had and you're kind of giving that ignition and igniting them back and I think for me that's when that kind of realization was like you know what I'm here to serve I'm here to serve others I don't know how long I'm here for but it's about sharing my experiences and my journey with people so they don't have to go through the same thing like I've always had a fascination about how the mind works why do people have conflict what you know all of this kind of stuff and um it's, it's just learning why people do certain things and for me what drives me is that I know that I have purpose in this life I don't know how long I'm going to be here for and everything I've achieved or my experiences that I've gone through I'd like to share back and have it recirculated back to others to teach so that that's what drives me today but this this thing of seva and serve to serve is so important and it's like that alone if you if you don't have a purpose that alone can actually give you something and and like you said you know this whole thing about like you know when you you think oh this is what success looks like and for example, I'm just giving the um, example of like social media. Like, oh, you know, I want this many followers and then I'm going to be really happy and I'm going to have to have reached a milestone. And, you know, people are going to know who I am and what I do. And then when people get to that level, okay, you might be happy. Like, oh, yay. But then it's like another kind of thing. Like, oh, how am I going to sustain this? Oh, no, now I want more. You know, and you're not actually, you're not actually as happy as you think you are with the stuff, with the following. 
It's some, it's got to be and something else. The importance is being happy within first and being content within yourself. Because if that's the stuff you're chasing, that that's materialistic stuff. That's not going to make you happy. Like you can have all the money in the world, but are you going to be happy? And some people aren't. Yeah. And you know, it's about being happy and content within yourself first. That that's the first thing. Because everything else comes afterwards. Mm, 100%. So do, what do you think of setting new year's resolutions and new year's goals and stuff because you know we're, we're in january at the moment and a lot of people might have spent the last couple of weeks thinking about what they want to do for the year setting these objectives yeah so new year's resolutions i <coughs> i don't really believe in that because we know every day is a brand new day that we wake up yes we are in a brand new year which is amazing and i think we should definitely have aspirations we should have goals but i mean you can set a new year's resolution like you know like next month and be like this is what i want to achieve this is a new day tomorrow but i i believe in setting goals and i believe in setting realistic goals and you know achievable goals and not something that we're like hey we're not gonna achieve all of that in a month because we're gonna then let ourselves down having the most highest expectations of ourselves and not achieving that is gonna drive us into a really low, low place. So it's about having realistic expectations. And I go through this with individuals as well. And it's about looking at, you know, even different aspects of your life. I don't know if you've heard of like, you know, the seven paths of life and, you know, this different areas of our life. Like it can be our spiritual path. It can be our, our career, our, our relationships, our finances. And it's about, okay, which areas do I want to improve in my year? Or it can be like, actually, what goals do I want to set myself for my business to achieve? And let's say we've got about 10 goals, right? How do I now break this down into those 12 months? And what is going to be achievable, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's being realistic about that. Yeah, I mean, for me, I would say that there is something um, when I, for me, it's like when I get a new diary, okay, this is my 2023 diary. So I want to put something in the front of this that I need to keep in mind for this year because it's like a calendar year is a good kind of measure of something I mean it isn't it isn't and sometimes you know when you see these kind of um things on Instagram oh yeah end of the year this is what I achieved this is what I'm going to do it just you know I was in a place personally in uh, January where I woke up on New Year's Day I was tired I was absolutely exhausted because I'd been suffering from like a lack of sleep like I, I have three kids and one of them has not slept properly for years um, and so I, I just woke up I was like no I'm, I can't I want I need this time to rest and I know that you know traditionally or what people think of January is like right bam 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 healthy eating goals this I wasn't in that frame so I get it you know it's not the right time for you but for but I do like to have things in mind for the year and just to kind of keep them in mind you know what I mean that kind of measure of this is what I want to get out of this year yeah and I think that's important like you know what do I want to achieve in 2023? And the thing is, sometimes those things might not manifest and something else comes in because that yeah. might may not be the right thing. And you're like, okay, I wanted to achieve this, but that didn't happen, but something else better happened. Yeah. So you know, always trust the process of whatever is meant to be. Um, sometimes it's not the right time for certain things in life. And maybe two years later, that thing comes back up. So never 
never be upset about it, you know? Never, I think people sometimes get too upset, but I didn't achieve this because we are having those high expectations on ourselves. Um, and I think, you know, there are so many different tools that people use for all of this. You know, there's like meditations and mood boards and, you know, all of this kind of stuff that pe people do. And I think the most important thing, Rina, is being really true to yourself about, okay, is this what I want? Or is this what someone else wants for me? Or is this because someone else is doing that? Forget about everyone else. Let's look internally in our truth. What do I want? And I actually go through um, a unconscious consciousness process with people where I use, you know, go back to basics using pen and paper and really internally looking at actually who am I? And what do I want to achieve in my life? Like, what are my key messages? What what do I stand for? As well as, you know, I use the same kind of process with what goals do I want to achieve in 2023? And people, yeah, um, so many people do this in different ways that can be effective for them. And it's what works for everyone, right? Not one thing doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Are there things, though, that successful people have in common, like habits and just ways that they operate? Um, I, I mean, I don't know, because everyone is different and everyone does things differently. Um, I mean, again, what is success? Is that financial success in business? Is that, you know, I mean, obviously not everybody <clears throat> like promotes themselves. People have PR and media agencies around them, right? To get themselves out there. Um, I think, you know, it is about mindset. Mindset is plays such a huge role in life. You know, if we were in a space where we were not seeing two sides of a story and we would just be biting at like at someone all the time, like of course when like our mindset's not right. It's about really being conscious. It's about being aware. It's about understanding. It's about no ego, but also no judgment at the same time so you know it, it's just about consciousness and that understanding and mindset mm, mindset um for you know for people who are like you know i they, they they've they have things that they want to achieve this year right and or maybe you know in the next five years they've got this plan and and there are there are things that are really important to them and it's just about getting into that kind of momentum um like, do you have any tips on how to do that to kind of to, to, to achieve success for whatever is that is for them? I think making one, making sure that, you know, it's what they want. That is their truth. And again, very much like the goal setting. OK, let's break this down in the year. Let's be realistic about this. And it's also just, you know, I have a routine every single morning. I have a routine every single night. And, you know, I, I deal with, you know, running a few businesses and, and my team and, you know, mentoring and coaching clients and doing, you know, certain speaking gigs or lecturing. And it's about, right, how can I combine all of this and do all of this at the same time? And it's time management as well. You know, you've got to be so strict on yourself in terms of, right, you know, what's my wake up time? What's my what's my bedtime? And you know, people laughed at me years ago when I said, look, I, I don't, I have all my notifications turned on, off, sorry, not on, like my WhatsApp is turned off. I have a business WhatsApp. So if anybody sends me a message, they'll get out of like um message saying, 
hey, I'm really sorry. Um, drop me, I'm not around, I'm probably in meetings and I'll come back to you when I can. If it's urgent, send me a text message. So I have that WhatsApp on and people will be like, oh, why do you have that on? It's so annoying to receive every time I message you. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. It's a distraction for me. And I can't be present when I need to be in a meeting or get stuff done. Like you can't get stuff done if your phone is constantly going off. Like if your social media is going off and you're getting Instagram messages or TikTok messages or you're getting all these alerts, like how can you focus and how can you concentrate? So I would turn all of that off off of your phone. Um, and if you're if you're really if you really want to get stuff done, like get focused. You know, get focused on what you want to do. In the mornings, I you know have my routine of my meditation every single morning you know that sets me up for the day that's not even that's just part of my life now and you know that's not even a thing I'll have a time I'll come into the office before I even need to jump onto any meetings and I will look at right what do I need to do for the day what's my main things what's my focus um you know if people are calling me or texting me that is that is urgent and they want to have a chat with me they have to schedule a time in and as much as it might sound stupid it's so I can be present in that time, um, you know, and I get, you know, sometimes you've got to just jump on the call and you've got to allow that space in your day to be able to do that, but really structure your day out with what you've got to do throughout the day. Um, and, you know, there's a certain time for everything in the day as well. Like you're not going to be doing cognitive work in the evening. If you're going to be doing accounts, you're going to be doing numbers or you've got to go through certain things, do that in the morning. You're not going to be doing that in the afternoon. Um, so I think, you know, really kind of look at setting your day up to be achieving these things and being focused. If you're not, if you're not excited about it, is it really for you? That's the question to ask yourself as well. So if it's not exciting them, if they're trying to find distractions, what does that mean? Then they've got to really ask that question to themselves. It's a really good point. They're all really good points. I think that the whole thing about like having a routine um, is it's so important. And um, one of of my friends recently, she was laughing at me because I was like, oh, I like to wake up at six o'clock, even when I don't have to. Like I've actually left my alarm on to wake up at six for the weekend. Like sometimes I shut it off. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll have a lie until half seven. But most of the time, and my kids, they don't need to be up at six o'clock or I don't need to drag them out of bed. It's for me. It's just for me. And it's, and I don't need meditation, but I'll sit there with my, my nice cup of coffee. Right. And I'll set my intentions for the day. And I actually have that time. And so she's like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't want to be roused out of my bed by, Oh, I need this. I need this. I want to be there like ready for it all. I want to be ready for it all. And I want to set my own personal agenda for the day so that moment you know I don't know like an hour of solitude or whatever it is like that's so important for me like yeah yeah, it's so important and like I I feel um and I don't know how you feel about this like uh, I'm finding more and more that like you know like when you work out and you kind of do these physical challenges like it it actually gives you a mindset for other areas in your life how to do things because when I work out you know um you know I always hear like because I I have a peloton and you know that they've always got these mottos and things that they say and they're good because it's like you know there's one that they always say like when um discipline is like when when your motivation goes or you're in a slump or whatever discipline is a thing that is going to get you through 
right yeah. so these kind of rituals and this I know I've got it, it's a habit that I do right yeah and if people are in a slump like there are so many tools that I use with different people so Rina I don't know if you know too much about psychometrics so I'm, I'm trained in psychometrics which is again a bit like personality types you've got a D dominant you've got I influencer S stability see someone who's like very conscious so we're actually all four of them and we just have a hierarchy of that in our internal self mm -hmm. now you see the d dominant individual they are very much about achieving their goals and they're the doers they're the action takers they they jump before they see the, the details right and then you've got the eyes very great at talking very great salespeople. that's what they make very great to sales people people that um can get on with everybody and then you've got the stability the s the s energy is very much about let me fill your glass before mine the person that's going to support you and then you've got the c who's very detailed a bit like the d um but very detail orientated needs to know what's happening next what's the next strategy they make great accountants we're actually all four of them we just have an internal hierarchy of it right now the most important thing is knowing our truth because when we know our truth we can then make sure that actually we're on the outside we're doing the right job that we're doing so let's say you have a a c who is a very analytical detail oriented person i can't put that c in a sales position because they don't like talking to people unless they're a very c high ci then that's a different story but i'm not going to put somebody in a role that is not for them and if you put like, let's say, you know, you have someone that's doing accounts and admin work, but they're a high I, they don't like admin work, they don't like details. So you can't put a D or I energy in a detail orientated job. Otherwise, they are going to be so upset. You know, there's mm -hmm. those people that come home like, oh, I really hate my job. I don't want to do this. Yeah, it's because they're not staying true to their psychometrics of actually, this is the type of job that would probably suit me. Now, every single energy, and this comes into recharging ourselves, right? So with what you're saying, so every single energy has a different charge up. So for example, I advocate every single day, everyone should give themselves one hour a day for themselves. No matter how crazy your life is, you need to give yourself that one hour a day. Now the dominant D energy charges up on right, what have I achieved today? What have I achieved this week? This is what I need to achieve. The I energy needs social time with their friends because they're a social butterfly. So that these are the individuals that are like, hey, Rina, should we go catch a flight tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, come, let's go. So those are the eyes. The S individuals, you know, they need love because they are such given individuals. Um, you know, and so everyone charges up on something so different. Like you are saying, you know, for me, it's the exercise that, that one hour or it's that one hour solitude with my coffee. And we all have those different charge ups. So again, we're not all the same, are we? And it's just about the truth of knowing ourselves and taking that one hour for ourselves and setting up our day, having that hour, you know, setting up our morning, having our intentions, having that gratitude, because every day is a new day. Every day is a blessing that we're here, that you know, most people may not have, and life can be so short. 100%. Um, you know, and I think 
the older I get, the more I realize that anything can happen. And we, the gift that we are given is life. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that totally makes sense. Whatever you're saying, you know, the different personality types and what everybody yeah. needs, because everybody does need something different. Um, do you think that we as women have more challenges to overcome? Like um, when we want to achieve success in business for example or whatever job we do are there are there more things that hinder us I don't know like for example a lot of people say that women suffer more from imposter syndrome obviously you know some of us want to have kids what are your views yeah. on it I think this is a very interesting conversation um so I feel like we have a feminine energy and I feel like we have a masculine energy we have we have both and I think that women need to recognize that we are women and we also you know we're not we can't just be in that masculine energy of doing all the time and it's the acceptance of actually no we are female we are not the same as men we we give birth to children which is we give birth to a life some women may not want to have children and that's okay and some do and it's not I don't think there's anything wrong with that um and I think I think some women are afraid to have children because they feel like their positions will be like, you know, like will change whether they are in a corporate or whether they work for themselves. But I don't feel that's something that they need to fear from because I think it's just, it's, I think everyone's going to have a different opinion and a different view on this. And, you know, for example, people make sacrifices all the time. And, you know, there are sacrifices that we all make that sometimes it's just part of our, our journey is not everyone is the same and not everyone is on that same path. Like my friends, you know, are married and have, have children. That's not something that I have right now, you know, and our, our paths are different. Um, you know, they may not have businesses and maybe I do. And, you know, they're in a different level in a corporate company than me. But, you know, everyone chooses a different path or everyone has a different path. You know, I'm not going to say that I've not experienced certain situations in my life because I have. I've, I've experienced ageism. I experienced ageism, you know, right at the beginning of my career. You know, I remember when I used to email factories. Like, obviously, you know, they didn't know how old I was. And I remember when I'd go out there, they'd be like, oh, so, you know, did your boss send you out there? And, and so on. And, you know what? I played along with it because yeah. I just thought, I'm not, I'm not going to say I, I own the business and I run the business um, and so on. So I, I played along with that because, and you know, it's interesting because um, there's, there's a woman um, called Stephanie. Oh God, I can't remember her last name, but they call her Steve. And um, she she's in her I think in her early 90s now and she had one of the, the first tech companies and um she changed her name to Steve because if she said her name was Stephanie people wouldn't work with her mm. and the reason people worked with her and she became successful because they thought she was a guy and that was back then yeah and she's in her early 90s now and I it's interesting because when I heard the story I was like wow because this is actually what I did when I was in my early twenties, did you? Uh, in no, I didn't change my name. I, I just said um, but they wouldn't right. know is that a guy, is that a yeah. girl? Like, well, you know. So they they assume my son, my name was Gola because my surname's Gola because I think they always they would get a bit confused. So 
you know, so I, I experienced ageism. I mean, I worked in an industry which was full of men as well at one point where, you know, and there, there was a bit of, you know, um, a kind of agenda thing there, like, oh, you're female, I'm male. But I think I just, I just dealt with it. Um, I just got on with it. Um, I, I don't know how I'd feel if I went back to a corporate industry because I've been out of that for a long time. Mm. Um, you know, and I, that was kind of like the only time I was in a corporate position for three years. Um, but I think it would be a little bit different. But I think HR is changing a lot of rules, rules now. But I think there's also an acceptance in us as females that we can't, we shouldn't just be doers and doers and doers, you know, and doing is being in your masculine energy. So it's always accepting that we have a balance of both. Mm. I'm, I'm glad you've said this, actually, the whole masculine and feminine energy, because I feel like not that many people actually talk about this. And I was on this um, Mother's Day panel, uh, which my uh, cousin in India, who's a doctor, she set up. So it was, it was mostly Indian ladies. And they really spoke about this masculine and feminine energy. And, like you know, it's really important for you in your in your body and your mind as a woman to balance that energy. And it's not actually good for you, according to them, to actually focus yeah. so much on your masculine energy like it's not good for your health and so and you know this you saying that just reminded me of that and it's just some we don't talk about it here really because there is that there is that mentality still I think here in, in the western world if you like of like have your kid get back to work put the kid in childcare like you know what I mean things like that and you think that you have to play along and do it when yeah and 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 that and whereas your feminine energy might be I, I actually want to take this time to be with the child that I've just given birth to. So and to nurture the child. And you know, some yeah. women don't go back to work for that. <clears throat> yeah. And it's you know, I know we have this whole thing about, you know, men and women should be treated the same. Like, yes, we have the the whole equal rights and I totally believe in that. But we are women at the end of the day. We are not men unless you know there is a situation internally where we're like, okay, cool, you know what, I want to go through some change. But that is up to that individual I, you know I can't talk upon that but you know we there is that balance that we need to keep because it affects our health 100 yeah. percent um you know it's not us being true to ourselves because we're constantly in that space um and you know we always have to come back to truth like let's say you know um I know that I've let's say I'm not uh a detail orientated individual and I'm not strategic. And so let's say I've got to do a whole day of like strategic analytical stuff with my accountant for one day. I'm gonna mentally put myself in that space because I know I've got to do it. Maybe it might not be my internal truth, but I'm putting myself in that space to do it. But I'm not gonna stay in there, that space when I go home. So I do that, let's say I know I'm gonna be doing that from a nine to a five, but after five o'clock, I'm gonna go back into my internal truth of who I am. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. Um, so it's always about going back into that that right, that energy of your own. Um, and it's like, you know, for instance, you know, let's say you have been working, like I, I'm gonna share an example. So for example, you know, I had someone that said, you know, during lockdown, a lot of people were, were going through 
different situations and you know they'd be working from home and they were just in that space and then they wouldn't switch off um and they were still in that doing an action kind of space even in the evening and maybe the husband or the partner would come home and they're in their own masculine energy but you're in that masculine energy and you'd start having clashes because you haven't gone back into that balance of your own feminine energy I think that's literally what happened to me (laughs) my husband it's it's interesting to talk about and I think is I think it's something that more women do need to talk about yeah and and to not be scared of of talking about it um are there any women that you admire, you know, successful women that you think, okay, these are, they have achieved their own success? Yeah, I, you know what, I, I did think about this because there are so many amazing women out there and I think there's also so many amazing men out there at the same time, you know, like growing up, I was like, wow, Richard Branson, you know, he's just like done his own thing, his campaigns are crazy and what like I know he's not a woman but I think what I loved about him is that he's so authentic within himself you know I I love and admire where people what people have achieved and where they've got to like I love Oprah I love what she's done with creating her own platform and her own production company and so on and I love what she's achieved you know um and her messaging and 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 so on and you know that yeah and you know I think sometimes we've also got to look at our foundations of where we've come from and what makes us who we are um you know I, I'm grateful we've got to look at you know and this is probably the same with you Vina. um you know my family are partially from Africa my mother was born here and so on but you've got to look at your ancestors you've got to look at the roots and your foundations and you're like wow like you know my nan or my gran went through all of this and these are the aspects that make us who we are does that make sense um, but I think there's, you know, amazing women out there. I think they're all doing their own thing and they're all successful in their own way. And I think it's important to to be unapologetically you. I think it's important to be your truth. I think it's important to be authentic um, and not just be consumed by everyone else and what everyone else is doing, you know, just because that person is there and you're like oh I want to be that person no just be you like don't don't chase no clout just just be true to yourself um and I think that's the most important message out there about that I think um yeah I totally agree with you and I I was just kind of doing a little bit of research before uh this podcast and I was just reading up about stuff and then there's um, actually this advice um, from uh, Catherine Minshew, who's a co-founder and CEO of the career platform, The Muse. And she, one of her things that she says is, don't try and be someone else's version of success, which is exactly what you've been saying. So like, you know, trying to change your own style and image to fit in with what you think, oh, they've done this. And and, and sometimes it's quite hard not to do that, especially, especially harder in this day and age where we, we have all these um a lot more kind of uh I think it comes from social media actually a lot more thrown at us you've got to be like this this is what happy looks like this is what uh thriving looks like this is what good clothes look like because mm. I grew up and I didn't have a clue what good clothes looked like and nor did I care because I just thought they were good and no one was going to tell me otherwise do you know what I mean and, yeah. and 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 there was no yeah that like 
you know, it, it was just different. Whereas now we're like, there's this, I don't know, we kind of try and emulate what we see on these platforms. Do you agree? Yeah. And I, yeah, but then that's consumption as well. And this is something I say to all my clients, you know, like whether they're coaching clients, oh, but this person's really successful and they've done that. And I'm like, listen, you don't really know what's going on behind these people's lives. Like I may know certain people and I'm like, no, they're going through stuff. But what you see is not what is really, what is really them. And I think people got to recognize that social media is not real. Also, how much time are you allowing yourself to consume within it? You know, I have set times. If I'm going to go on there, I'm going on there with an intention for a reason. Like my, I have to log into my Instagram every time I go into it because, and I purposely set it up like that. And my, you know, my, um, what's it called? My notifications are turned off. And, and that's the same with Twitter. That's the same with, you know, LinkedIn and all these other platforms. Mm, same. It's, yeah. it's, it's very much like, right, okay, if you're going to go on it, give yourself a set time. And why are you going on there? What What is your intention to go on there? Um, you know, I know people use it for businesses. I know people use it for great intentions. Like my, like if I didn't have to be on social media, I, I wouldn't be on social media. My intention is just to share, you know, positive um, mindset thinking to individuals. But, you know, it's about not getting, allowing yourself to get consumed for that. And that's the same with TV, Rina. You know, I work in media, but hey, you know, I don't watch TV all the time because I can't allow that stuff to constantly consume me. I can't deal with, you know, the fear. Like they, sometimes there's things that talk about certain things and you're like, no, 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 no. And they're just putting fear into people's minds, you know? And I know everyone's going to have a different view on, you know, the, the stuff that happened during COVID and, you know, the constant thing of putting worry in people's minds. Like, and the thing is when you're constantly, constantly thinking about those stuff, what, what's going to happen? You're going to be fearful. You're going to be putting that fear into your mind, you know, yeah. and that's not putting people in a good place. And that's about social media as well. Like how much of that are you consuming in your day? And and what you consume, like, you know, when people say you are what you eat, I think it's the same with other stuff that you consume as well. Like things that you read, even people that you talk to. Um, so I just want to talk a little bit about that, like the whole what you surround yourself with if you want to kind of achieve success whatever that is to you how important is that to keep the right vibe around you and the right team oh 100 percent. you know I think you've got to surround yourself and be around people that are gonna inspire you um and I think you know stay away from the crap like the gossip and all of that kind of thing, like that that kind of stuff doesn't, I don't even have that stuff in my life and I don't have those type of people in my life. Like it's about having good people in your life that you can ignite or people that inspire you um, and just supporting each other. I think that's really important um, to have, you know, the people that are in that kind of same mindset or, you know, for me spiritually, um, because, you know, when you are, when you have a business, um, it's not, it is a lonely journey. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. Not everyone's going to understand your journey. Not everyone's gone through that same journey or that same experience or, or that same path. Um, and so I think, you know, you've got to surround yourself with people that you admire, people that are going to support you and help you. 
And <clears throat> even, even, you know, like this time that we do spend watching things and on social media and things, I would say like to people to kind of even curate that to be things that either like make you happy, that's important, give you some joy, or like you're saying, something that inspires you even even when you watch things like people are, I said to my friends the other day I was like oh can you give me some recommendations of stuff to watch and it was all like you know murder and killings I was like do you know what this is great but yeah. I just want to smile right and I would I just want to kind yeah. of uh you know wind down like happy and just laugh at something and then you know <laughs> or something that's going to inspire me I don't know and it's different for some people because I know people that do literally go oh I'm just going to relax now and watch a true crime crime documentary but um but for me it's no that it, it's not that but yeah that importance of the stuff that you're consuming yeah 100% and sometimes you know what we just some people like I like sometimes I'm like you know I'm not watching a movie tonight because I just want to wind out but I want to watch something that's maybe easygoing that I can not have to think about too much or something funny like you just said like because you don't want to go to bed like thinking about oh someone just killed whoever I hate horror movies anyway but like um you know you want to have that good energy and that good vibe around you I think energy is important environment is important you've got to be in the right environment every single day um and not be around toxic things you know and that's like with especially like what you've just mentioned you know how important is it to be surrounded by people that elevate you and I think that's especially like your home environments your living environments don't have clutter around you because the clutter will be in your brain um you know just and I think it's about making sure that's clear being in a great environment that's going to make you happy Mm, yeah um I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. Um, we're kind of, I've got to pick up one of my kids soon. So I would love to talk to you for longer. But, um, it's already. Yeah, I know. Um, no, it's been really, really nice um, chatting with you. And, you know, I feel like you've like shared some real like helpful things for people um, as well. Um, just to keep people kind of focused um, this year. Um, and you know like you mentioned social media and you do like to share and you share inspiring things so if people want to follow you and yeah. see the stuff that you share what what's your handle um so it's just um am.golhar so am.gola and yeah they can like that's exactly the same on all my platforms and it's just been an absolute pleasure to be on your podcast and just to share and talk about experiences but also to be able to share guidance and tips like for others you know um to implement in their life and this is all we want to do just make sure that people live a happy life you know while we're while we're here um so yeah thank you thank you for having me well thank you so much and thank you for tuning in thank you for listening please do leave a comment and let us know your thoughts um how you maybe change things up to bring you closer to your goals, whatever they may be. Um, And please do share this episode with others. If you're not already following me, then follow me on Instagram at Sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect or on Facebook, it's Mummy Imperfect. Until next week, peace out. Bye.